Yo, this is the Lonely Stoner Podcast. It is your boy TJ, and on the on the show, on the podcast, on the platform, whatever, however it's identified as, I got my boy Big D, Big Wave, Big Wave Sound coming in, coming in hot. How you doing today, D? I feel, I feel really good. Bro, hell yeah. Thanks for inviting me on the show, man, you know. Uh, it's through time. Super duper chill. We're always having deep combos, and we was just like, "Hey, man, let's just get a crack and Let's go." Hell and I yeah. was like, "Let's go. Let's get it." And who better to get down and deep, other than with the big wave himself, man? Hey, bro. Thank you. All right. Thank you for having me on the show. So. And you were saying you wanted to talk about something with me today. Yes. Get it on record. Get it on yeah. goddamn record. So, as black men. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, uh, one thing that kind of came across my mind in the heat of the moment as an idea for an episode was uh, just the idea of stability versus uh, conformity. And what I mean by that is basically, uh, you know, I'll just give you a scenario. Like, say you're, you know, you get your dream job, right? And this dream job pays you X amount of money. Just, it's not barely enough to get by. It's your dream job, mind you. So it's the job that's going to pay you all that you need to take care of your current lifestyle. So when you work at this job for, let's say, a year or whatever, and then you kind of get used and your current lifestyle then isn't your current lifestyle now because you got used to the amount of money that you're making. And then what was, uh, you know, a job or not a job, but what was it? Your dream job at one point is now your job for survival. It's your job for stability. And like, it kind of like, it makes a shift. Yeah, exactly. And it sucks because what, what was your dream job? What made you happy? You're now doing for stability, and you're kind of like I, I don't even know if I'm using the word conform correctly, but you're stuck, like you're conformed to it, and like it's just I hate that a lot. Maybe All right, you're used to it. Yeah, well, I, I'm not. I just feel a lot of people get stuck in that situation, especially like like our people. You know what I mean? Because like, well, I've been listening to you, man, and I think that I don't think you hate your job. No, so I, love, I, I, I like my job. I think what you need is a new goal. Yeah. Because once you got your dream job, you were like, all right, this is the peak of the mountain. Now you're at the peak of the mountain. And you're like, damn, you know, I've been up here just chilling. I'm getting bored. Now, because I'm here, I did it. But now I need something else to do. You I know. 
I agree with that, but not not in the sense for my job, but in the sense of a, okay, so achievements, right? Like, what? How is uh? I'm not gonna say how is success weighed, but like you know, typically for your average person in America or whatever, you know, you want to get a house, you want to get a car, you want to have a good paying job, you want to have the family, you want to have the dog, the house with the picket fence or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or some people you want an acre and a mule or whatever the whatever your standard of living that's what you want and like for me it's like when it comes to achievement like my job still presents challenges to to me you know and it's not challenges in dealing with people it's challenges like it i mean it could be that one day but it's like it consists of machines and shit so it's like just learning a new thing and that keeps it going but like you you are touching on something like in a sense of, and going back to what I was saying about achievements, you know, like, it's like, okay, I, I didn't go to school. I didn't go to school. I didn't go to, uh, I mean, I graduated high school, but I, I I didn't really go to college and finish. And then on top of that, uh, you know, given circumstances, I didn't necessarily, like, my first house isn't my first house by choice. It was my first house by uh, just... Endowment. Yeah. And it was a uh, assumption of responsibility, but at the time, and it, I hate saying that because it, is, I mean, it is a responsibility. But how when I vowed, vowed it or not vowed it, but when I like looked at it, I looked at it from a place of uh, just I don't want to say entitlement, but just like I was down on it because I was like, man, this this is so much fucking on the plate. You know, a house ain't an easy thing. It's a lot of pressure, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So then. Uh, it's like, uh, and not to stray too far from our point in conversation, even though this is the Lonely Stoner podcast and we do that a lot, I haven't forgot yet. We're still talking about achievements, but um, like... Oh, yeah, you're good, man. I got you. I got you. Uh, it's just like, dude, my thing is, I, and like I said, I used to look at me, you know, acquiring like, you know, my, my house or whatever, like as a place of like, just a curse because of how I got it. And the thing is, is like, uh, I realize, especially given like the position of like a lot of like other people my age and then my peers or whatever, like it is a blessing. It's a hell of a blessing and it's a hell of a head start. I'm not even going to say hell of because that's that's a horrible way to phrase and put those two things together. Man, we're just talking, man. Yeah. There's no grammar Nazis around or word police. You're right. I was gonna be like, oh my god, did right. you just say that's in that order? Yeah, hell and blessing, like the Ugh. two can coexist, that's like right. yin and yang. It's like word semantics. Yeah, know? bro. Somebody stops you in the middle of your point to be like to say that, like, oh, did you just say heaven and hell? Yeah, <laughs> together. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Fuck that. Like yeah, about to fucking explode. <laughs> Those are the people that don't digest the message. They just, you know what I'm saying? Like just trying to trip you up. Some women be doing that, bro. They focus on one point, and it ain't the point that you're trying to make to them. Yeah. Sometimes, man. Sometimes. But still, you know. Oh, yeah. I do understand your whole point. Yeah. Feeling like uh, you may feel stuck, or you may feel like you're conforming to the spot you're at, or somebody might be in that same position. Yes, yeah. you learn this set set of skills, and 
You're really good at it. You like to do that. Uh, does it make you happy? Oh yeah, the job makes me happy. But okay, like well, in my sense, unhappy. In in okay, in some people's sense, the stability and conformity conversation may be their job, or it may be uh, a relationship that they may be stuck in because like they have a kid between them. Or in my case, if I'm speaking from personal experience, it is this house. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's not that I feel. I'm not gonna. I mean, shit. How do you feel about this house, man? You said it was a curse earlier. I I did early earlier in like because of what you got. Yeah, and that was just giving. You thought about selling it. It's probably it feels like a cycle of uh, what do they call that? A destructive cycle because you probably think about selling it, right? Nah, never that. Like because I've never the thought of selling the house has never came across my mind ever. Okay. Uh, so. I but no, is it how horrible is it that you have this house? Because you said it felt like a curse at first. Oh yeah, I mean, my, shit. This was, I mean, it was my old man's house. You know yeah. what I mean? It, and the reason why I say it's a curse is because, like, it's my. I mean, I should say it's my old man's house. Like, I want to see my old man. You know what I mean? And it's like everything reminds uh, reminds me of you know my pops. So. And then not only that, it's like some of the things that go on and happen or whatever. It's just like, you know, you, you kind of wonder, like, what the fuck? What makes you feel stuck with it? Uh, st- stuck in the sense of, like, uh, shit, like, not, like I said, I'm never planning on selling it. But I mean, stuck in a sense of, okay, I, where some people, especially my age, like, I'm 26, but you'd be surprised how immature people are, like, our age can be. So, are within our age group. And they'll go from job, 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 job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't afford that same privilege or luxury because some people quit a job just because yeah. of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've quit a job from like some trash, or I've been fired on some trash. I'm not going to lie. Who hasn't? You know what I'm saying? But the difference between you and the majority of those people is you've learned and you've evolved. And you know, okay, me working at this job dealing with this amount of bullshit really ain't that bad versus working at this job, getting paid this amount of bullshit, having to deal with all this other bullshit, this shit sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know the correlate, or not the correlation, but the difference that's between right, the two. That's, that's the right word. Yeah. Me. You've gone through it. Yeah, right but, now, dude, I found two jobs that are killer. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm working, I'm going to be working a lot more hours because I just picked up the second job, but... Um, Dude, I feel like I'm chilling. I feel like uh, I'm busy for the right reasons. But and you're good. But you're not going job to job to job to job to job for like minutia. You're like actually in the process of like evolving and just bettering yourself. You know what I mean? And just chasing you. You do have a goal. Yeah. And then like me, on the other hand, I have a goal Mm -hmm. to an extent. You know what I mean? Like, but. And what I mean by that is, is like my goal is to, I, I put my own little personal goals aside, whether it be this podcast, whether it be me just enjoying video games or whatever the case may be. Like, dude, you know, I have a kid now. You know, that's when that balance and shit comes in. You can't lose yourself in your kid, but you also can't lose your kid in yourself. You know what I mean? Like. No, 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 no. Okay, so. Fuck, I, damn, I need to keep track of what we're keeping. I do uh, get to lose yourself and your kid. Like, you're all about them. And yeah, and then your kid life. turns 18, and then they're gone. Now what? Now what are you going to do? Yeah, or your kid becomes a preteen. Kid. You know? Is that a bad thing? 
that your whole life was about your kid. It, they're doing so well, they're able to leave the house at 18. Nah, it's not a bad thing. It, it's like, so, okay. I say, the sooner I, your kid gets out, right? The sooner you can go back to doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Your you know hobbies, what I'm saying? Yeah, your hobbies. Yourself. But that you don't even got to wait that long, D. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people... Okay. Yeah, let's see what she's saying. Like, just balance it, you know? But, and that's what I'm, like, going back to my point of, like, uh, some people can afford the luxury of, uh, you know, going from job to job to job to job. But when you have responsibilities, whether it be your kid, whether it be your house, or whether it be, fuck, in your situation, you got, you got a car, you got insurance, you got, you know, you got bills, B. So, like, it's like. That's what I mean by that whole stability and conformity whole, like conversation. Like, well, I'm kind of like in a good spot. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I'm still paying rent and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I live with family, so like I pay less than most would in Texas. I'm not even gonna cap. Uh, shit, man. But yeah, other than that, Wi-Fi, cell phone, insurance. <laughs> All that stuff. I still got to pay all that. And shit, I got credit card debt, dude. Yeah. I'm just a regular Joe like everybody else trying to figure this shit out and make it. But see, yeah. that's the thing is you're trying. You know, some people never learn. Oh, yeah. My buddy Joe, he said he knows his homie. I'm not going to say his homie's name. Yeah. But, well, they probably, I know. Well, shit, Michael. But... That dude, I don't know this Michael. He said this is another guy. He said he's like always trying to offer him opportunities to come to work with him and maybe offer him up jobs from his friends and shit so that he doesn't feel all down and out of the game. Because he was saying like uh, he's been lazy as fuck. He's been not doing shit. He's been just like skating skating and fucking shit. That's all good. Don't worry about it. He's with skating and just. This is a smoker's break. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, he's been skating and like not doing what he's supposed to. Basically, he's supposed to be going to school. He wasn't going to school. Uh, he's supposed to be going to work. He wasn't. The only time he was was when he was like with this chick and like <laughs> oh man that's a whole other story and, he was spending all the money on her and see like man shit we got time but like we can sit here and go deep into that like cause that is a whole other story and like shit we could talk about stability versus conformity but then it, we get into a conversation about circumstances and perspective and priorities you know what I mean like the list goes on from there because I mean like without knowing too much about the situation but if I could try if I could kind of guess the situation he had his shit together dude had his shit together when it was behind the uh, the sense of a woman or not behind the sense of a woman but yeah it was motivated motivated by a woman yeah yeah so like and why, why why do you think niggas do that bro like that's another fucking thing because niggas do do that we just want to like give our resources to women to show them how much of a provider we are, even though we ain't got much to provide. So is it like a, what is it a, uh, 
not a gene, but just a... You said it's just natural? I think it's a gene. I think it's something in us. Either it's a gene, a bone, a cell, something. Something in us makes us want to provide for young ladies. Like be that hero. Uh, shit, I don't know about that. It's just more like... It's like how birds in the wild be dancing and shit and showing off like their colors and they sing and all this stuff. It's like, guys, we all have our different talents that we're good at, and we try to show it off, whether that's through talking to them, whether that's through dancing with them in the club or meeting them somewhere and, like, just getting their attention the right way. Whatever skill that is we use to pick them up, that's like, it's just like that out in the wild. Where'd you you learn your skills? In the field. Like field research, just talking to girls. And okay, so you already knew where I was gonna get at with this, like with women. Uh huh. Okay. Did you ever have that? Uh, what is it? You know how some guys need the talk or whatever. Did you ever have that, like, with somebody in your life? The talk. The talk. Quote unquote. Like about sex? Yeah. I went, nah, I just learned about sex in like the fifth grade or some shit. Bro. They taught us in elementary school. How old are you? 28. In elementary? Oh, you know what though? You know what? Different state, different state, different state. Uh, elementary school is. We'll chop it Grade one through six in Ohio. Ah, uh, see, when, when did that shit happen, bro? Like, when did people change the fuck? Like, okay, so this is how I thought it worked, right? Mind you, I'm from... Mm. Okay, I'm from DeSoto, Texas, right? Now, this is the way school worked for us, I thought. There was elementary or pre-K, elementary school. Yep. Fucking... Middle school, middle school, junior high, uh, high school. Middle school is junior high. I thought middle school was seventh and eighth grade. I thought middle school and intermediate school was the same shit. I don't know what intermediate school is. Exactly. I know that junior high was middle school for us. And high school was like nine through twelve for us. Like ninth grade to twelfth grade was high school for us. Did y'all have a freshman campus? No, everybody. Was I think in that's the what fucks shit up. Fucking building, yeah. yeah. Everybody, ninth graders with fucking twelfth graders and all this shit. It's insane, bro. But going back to it though, like we're. Would you say you're a gentleman? Half the time. <laughs> Why would you say uh, half the time? Uh, I don't know. I think like being a gentleman sometimes. Instead of it's the difference between like being insulted and not saying anything back, and then being insulted and like being honest with somebody and being like an asshole back. I feel you. Okay, so like you could be a gentleman, but then there's a level to being a simp attached to it or some shit. 
are associated with it? No. I say there's a, a thin line between being a gentleman and being an ass. Okay. I say that you you be a gentleman up until you feel like that person's treating you a certain way that you don't normally treat people. You don't treat someone bad normally. So true. when you start feeling like you're being treated bad, I feel like that's the time to just be an asshole a little bit because they feel like they're better than you. Somebody who would insult you, I feel like on some level, they feel like they're better than you. So I feel like, okay, hey, now I can be a dick. Now I can be an asshole. But instead of being a gentleman, because you started it, you initiated it. I had respect on the front end. But then, it's like, if I'm, uh, if I'm poked, if you poke a bear unprovoked, or you strike somebody unprovoked, it's like, uh, you, you started a war, you started this. So now, okay, uh, I hope you can stand in the kitchen with the heat. <laughs> okay so that was an analogy right mm-hmm. being the man being the bear and then the woman poking the bear right uh, it could be man to man it could be man and woman true true Anybody. true true. you know so Aside from like, like if a girl shit tests you, I was about to say like, I say show show me your bank account, show me you're not broke. What you say to that is, well, I'll show you my bank account if you could show me how much you weighed the last time you weighed yourself, <laughs> or if you can show me uh, how much the fuck you got in your bank account first. Or just some dumb shit, like, why I need to show you my money, or how much money I make. Yeah. Even if I made a million dollars, why should I show you how much money I make? You could be setting me up to get robbed. But, alright, so isn't that, at the end of the day, isn't that like a woman's need for survival? Like, back then, let's just say, like, in caveman times, right? A woman's gonna go with like the strongest brute because they can bring the most food home, right? Uh-huh. Would you say? So like, would you say it's evolved to a woman not wanting to know your credit score or wanting to know what you drive or wanting to know what you you know what I'm saying? Just know your background. Like, ain't that the same shit? It's like, is it all still a need of survive? Like, yes, it would be because. Based on this time period and everything and how we've kind of gotten smarter and we've built technology that's, man, really allowed us to uh, evolve as a society. Now they have more options and now they have more, what do they call that when you try to uh, specify each column? I forget what it's called, filter. So they can filter what type of man they want, what type of strong man they want. Or what they can filter what type of man they want around. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. a handyman, whether it's like a salesman, whether it's a, a professor at a school, they can have anything they kind of want the younger they are. They got way more choice. So it feels like because they have that, I would be a little arrogant too if I had that range of choice. But we don't, as men, we don't get that range of choice until like we're fucking 20, 
23, and, and then established. Then on, and we yeah. Then start getting established. Yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. So we, I get it. They come in arrogant because when they're born, they have the value already. They're all cute and they grow to be, from being cute to beautiful and beautiful to be gorgeous. Like Pokemon, nigga. When you hit level 24, <laughs> that's, that's the first evolution. And then level 36 is the second evolution. That's pretty good. You know. Bro. But fucking, that's what it is, man. See. It's fucking. What is your choice in a woman? Like, because, like, I touched base on this. She like, just gotta be respectful, bro. Okay. Is that your, like. She just gotta be respectful. That's all I, I fucking ask. That's the least that I ask. You can't be respectful, you know. No matter how you express your opinion to me, it's not gonna matter because you talk me crazy. I hear you. I've been through that already, and I was still. I was. I feel like I made a mistake trying to still trying to help this person out and trying to be supportive of their personality because the whole situation was just kind of. Shouldn't have happened. Do you want to really quickly? I should say. I was gonna say, do you want to speak on it and offer your insight on it? That's really it. That's my insight on it. Really, it's just it should not. It should not have happened at the speed at which it did, and in turn, it kind of ruined it. You know, it could have been good, but I think like it was kind of forced. You know what sucks, bro? It's like one thing that I hate is like we're going through these experiences in life with relationships with just everything you know what i'm saying business whatever and it's like after you gain all this and the more insight you gain i'm good on that the more insight you gain it's like the closer you are to death kind of like that game sifu have you have you seen that game yet yeah bro so like the concept youtube vids on and stuff yeah and like for people that ain't seen it like the concept of that game and really any game like that like what is that game called or what is the like genre of that game called Anyway, it's basically uh, live, play, die, repeat. Live, play, learn, repeat, whatever. And, like, like literally, Sifu is... The concept of the game is you play as this young, like, karate master, right? Or kung fu guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or this martial artist. And you go through... I don't know what, he, what the object is, but he go through these battles fighting. And as, every time he gets knocked out or die or whatever the case is... He comes back, but he comes back older. So then he comes back more experienced. And anyway, going back to my point, dude, like, I hate that we gain all this fucking insight, but we get that much more closer to death. And I just hope, like, in our next life, bro, like, we can kind of get our memory card or pick up from our last save file in a simple sense and pick up where we left off. Not in terms of body, but definitely in terms of sense, wisdom, and mind. Because, like... That's cheating, bro. It's not, bro. How? How? It's cheating, bro. How? Because your new existence should be just that. But it's like, like brand new. If you've already learned the concept of accepting and understanding, like some sh- bullshit, bro, that basically can't you move be, to the next one? That'd be like the observers from fucking Marvel Universe, where they just watch everybody live their lives out and they um, write down the universe and stuff. 
But what's wrong with that? That's cheating. <laughs> That's fucking cheating. Man. You can't get your memory cards, your existence's memory card, and remember everything you fucking did in the past. I mean, nigga. I'm not saying okay. get a head start in life. Like, let's say what you did. Let's say you did, but you came back as a goddamn rabbit, nigga. So, <laughs> what is you being Tyler from this life gonna help you out being a rabbit in this life? Acceptance, nigga. Accept if I could what? accept being a black man, I could accept being a white rabbit. <laughs> like I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't correlate. I know. <laughs> nah, in all seriousness, like. I don't know, bro. Like, I just don't want to have to learn the same lesson over and over again. That's and then, see, I may go into the next cycle. But what if that is the lesson? Patience. Not even just patience, you know. That your existence is. It is what it is. Whatever the existence you're living, you have to play that hand however you got it. So I got to learn it again? Yeah. Every goddamn time. It's like, it's like <laughs> taking the game... And playing new game mode, and every time you relive the game, I wish I could do that with Red Dead Redemption Two. I wish I could play new game and forget everything that I just played from this game. That is so fucking good, because I can do all this stuff, and it's so fun. I feel like that's life, man. And sometimes life sucks. You're like, it's not that fucking fun. Yeah, and that's why you value so. And see, I, that that's why like. You do value shit. You value your time, like, because you don't know how much of it you have. You know, call your parents more, folks. Oh, dude, you know what I heard? Speaking on that, call your cousins and fucking brothers and shit. Yes, give your roses, cause speaking from experience, man, you never know. So like, it, and that's just it, bro. You just never know, like, yeah. We were talking about that shit too. How this, uh, this shit just doesn't matter because. Oh yeah. Like, at the end of the day, what people think of you doesn't matter. Not not anything doesn't matter. Yeah. But there's certain things where we get sad about shit, but then what we're getting sad about, it's like, hmm, is that does that fucking is it worth occupying like this much of your brain? Break up with somebody. Or yeah. If somebody if breaks up with about you, your job, like you said, or some yeah, somebody breaks up with you, or. You want to learn something new, and you're not sure when you're going to learn or have the time. It's a lot, man. It's like, damn, that matters. Yeah. That part, that does matter. You know, your family, the time you spend with your family matters. The time you spend with your coworkers, your friends. But learn as much as you can from them. Yes. Spend people whose time you value or no, spend people that value your time as much as you value theirs. It has to be like uh, balanced, equal. Because like at the end of the day, man, you don't want shit to be one sided. And you don't ever want to think, man, I could have been doing X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, damn, dude. You know what? Speaking on the fucking point of fucking joints versus blunts, mm-hmm. I see why you like the hemp wraps. Oh. Uh oh. You still going? Oh, it's still going. Okay. Hey, that's a bet. Bet. That might be wow, a break a between, blessing. right? But no, uh, like, go anyway. Going back to the conversation of like joints versus like wraps. I see why you fuck with raps more. My joint has gone out five times. It feels like 
I'm gonna try lighting it up again. Oh, it's like an inconvenience. It's an extreme inconvenience, man, because uh, I gotta keep relighting you. I gotta puff the shit out of you, or, or I gotta keep relighting you. Exactly. Because <laughs> I ain't gotta hit it. Damn, that'd be awesome, man. Shout out to uh, Haha Davis, man. That's one guy. He worked fucking hard. Yeah comedy on YouTube, bro. Really? Yeah. Snoop Dogg blessed him, bro. Came through, did a video with him. Believed in him, bro. That's the blessing. And see, like, I think I would like to, uh, I just want to get more experience, bro. You know what I mean? Like a fucking RPG character, bro. Like, I want to keep leveling up. I don't want to hit 99 and be capped. I don't want to be capped at 50. I don't want to be capped at 100. I want to keep going. And like, that's the shitty part about being like, you know what I mean? Like human, bro, is like, we have an expiration date. Because like, if not, then there, like I said, there wouldn't be value in it. You know what I mean? A majority of people wouldn't see value in it. People would, look what people doing for clout, bro. You know what I mean? God forbid life becomes meaningless. And yeah, and then it just becomes infinity life. Lord. Yeah. Can you imagine if a douchebag stayed around for forever? Yeah. Yeah, no. I read that that part of the gene pool kinda You kinda need it. It needs to be that balance. Ah, you're right. Jesus. Yeah, pray for us all. Is that true? We have to find out if that's undeniably true first. Do we need it? Like, what? Do we need that? Those people? Class of... Do we need that class of mental... Let's... Unsustainability. Okay. Let's touch on that. Because we're getting on this. Like, and it's not... It's not... Don't think of mental instability as anything extreme it's just a fancy way of us categorize well okay i don't know how you're gonna perceive it but i'm this is how i'm perceiving it just niggas dealing with ignorant motherfuckers motherfuckers that are intolerable you don't have to be black to be a nigga you could be a a white person that's a nigga you could be a mexican person that's a nigga you think so huh you think so i well if we're talking from a definition sense no not everybody is a nigga like if we're talking from a literal definition sense no but Yes, I think every race, every human is ignorant in a sense, bro. Like, we're born into this world of sin. That's why, you know, according to one religion, if you choose to believe that one, Christianity, that's why he gave himself, like, on the cross. Because, like, we ignorant motherfuckers. And some of us just choose to stay ignorant. It's I feel about like. the N-I-G-G, like the E-R one. No, 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 not E-R. Nigger is a racial slur. That is bad. Niggas. Huh? I thought that was the definition of that one. The first one. The racial slur. Niggas? Is niggas a racial slur? No. I thought that definition you said, I hmm. thought that was the definition for the ER slur. Oh, ignorant? Like, nah, man. Okay, so I think there is a difference. Now we're getting on to something different. And, like, I think there is a huge difference between nigga. And nigger. 
Because I'm not going to sit here and say, huh? I don't know. I have a, I got a different outlook on the word nigga, right? Because okay. they interview Easy E okay. about why he says nigga so much in his songs. And he said, we taking it back. We taking, y'all used to call us that to say we stupid and all this stuff. But, you know, we call our brothers, we call each other that as a, as a friend or as a, um, you know, as my homie yeah. or my brother. But that's, that's kind of how I look at it. Like, that's why they started, that's why we started kind of doing that amongst each other, but not amongst other races. This shit, when they started doing this amongst other races, <clears throat> I don't know when they started calling each other nigga and started trying to call us nigga. Like, we was cool with that. I don't know when that started. I think I first was introduced to that shit like 2013 or 14. That, the first time I ran into that. That pause on that. Help me stay on this point because you're t- you're hitting the nail on something, and I really really like that shit. Like the word nigga, like you my nigga. You know what I mean? It it did have endearment to it, but like it died. Like the level of endearment versus the level of disrespect. Like it just it. You think it died? Like, instead of saying, you my nigga, why not just say, you my brother? Like, I'll still say, you my brother, but I get where you're coming from and saying oh, okay. that level that. of, you my nigga, you my brother. Like You're saying, this been going on for so long, you know, I get we've been trying to push this message, but it'd yeah. probably be a lot better if we just said this instead to push this message. Because saying my brother instead of saying my like, nigga sounds a lot better. It, it's like how some people say, what's good, king? Yeah, I say I, that. I like that. I yeah, say that. I like, yeah. Oh, damn. Huh. But like. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you know what so, I mean. I see what you're saying. Yes, but I'm not saying. I'm saying how you, the way you see nigga, they did mean that in the '90s. Like I do believe so. But what like happened was. Yeah, and I I don't think it's even so much other races using the word. I think it's an issue when it became a sense of disrespect within ourselves. Like, when instead of being a nigga, you're a bitch nigga, or you a hoe nigga, or a, you know what I'm saying? And, like, (laughs) then the word just became deteriorated and associated with ignorance or bitchness or, you know what I'm, just negativity. more negative uses for the word nigga instead of, like, the good use. Yeah, there's no kinship in it no more. I mean, we can sit here and say you, my nigga, but then what's the purpose of saying it? That's a really good point. Other than saying, you my bro, are you my, what's up, king? Yeah. Now, like, just do away with it all together so that we take the power away from the negative now because the yeah. negative has more power because of the uses we oh. apply to that than the good. So let's just do away with it and be like, because still my brother. I, I, I got one homie, for example, like, we, and then I have another homie named uh, Josh. I won't, uh, I won't name my other homie's name just because I don't know how he feels about being named on the podcast. We'll do, but. Here's the thing. There was a there is a scenario where it was me, Josh, and uh, Blake, Jakar. We were all playing 2K or whatever. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. Josh is uh, he's Caucasian, uh-huh. but he said the word nigga. That bothered the other person, and I'll just call him uh, like C for now. But like it bothered C. And C kind of checked him. C being a African American male, and he's like, "Hey, you can't say that word." You know what I'm saying? Now, me being a black guy, oh, okay. I, I I'll be straight up. I was a whole ass nigga in that moment. 
for the simple fact that I've never checked Josh for saying the N-word. You know what I'm saying? How long have you known Josh up to that point? Huh? How long had you known Josh up to that point? Was that the first time you had ever heard him say that? Nah. But, see, and that, that, that's another thing. Like, the word nigga, okay, like I said, like, if a white person calls me a nigga, it depends on the intent behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same. Like, I can sit here and say, you a yellow belly. Now, it may not mean something to you, but let's go back 80 years, and that may bother some people. You a yellow belly coward. I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? So, if a white person calls me nigga, how are you saying it? And really and truthfully, some people just don't know how to cuss or use words. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just have bad timing. I truly believe that. So, like, they're and they're ignorant to that. So, not everybody should be using the word. Like, it's like the word bitch. Like, you can't go calling a woman a bitch. We can. Not saying you can't. But there's a certain inequality to it because a woman can call another woman a bitch. But as soon as a man calls a woman a bitch, it's a huge issue. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the word nigga. There's a certain inequality with it because some people pick and choose when they want to be offended by it. And... You're not wrong to feel offended by it, but you're not right to feel offended about it. It's weird. It's a weird word. Now, the word nigger, there's no restrictions. Absolutely not. That is up there with every other racial fucking slur. Do not fucking say that. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're Mexican. If you call me that, that is, hey, what's up? I hope now... This is how, where the word nigga gets funny. You can call me a bitch nigga. Hold up, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about the intent behind the word, bro. And like, but going back to the the one with the hard R, there is no exceptions. To me as a black man, I just feel there's no exceptions. Like, to anybody, like, or from anybody. It, any From any sender, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to receive it wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh... I'm thinking the same thing about nigga though. Really? Even nigga. I don't think white people should say nigga either. Okay, so give me this point. Like, speak from that like, point. I don't think white people should say nigga. Or nigger. Just Do you as think... bad as nigger is, I don't want them saying nigga either. I don't want them comfortable with the first six letters either. Is there a exclusion to just whites though? Or is it just everybody? One thing is... If that's not what you grew up around, right? Okay, now we get on something too. There's people who say it with impunity, like they've been saying that shit all their life. I'm I'm cool with that. You know, my bad. No, you're all good. I'm cool with that. If they like, you have to say it with a certain level of impunity. Like, first off, you're not saying it as a term of endearment. No, you better be saying it like that. Yeah. Like I'm saying, like. Even if it's not like that, like if a Latino man was to go, nigga, what you talking about? And he said it with like endearment, like he meant that shit with his chest. Yeah. That nigga been saying that shit all his life. Like there's an authenticity. With, and see, that's what I mean, like there's timing and shit. You know what I mean? There it is. And like, for everybody who didn't hear what Ty said was, there is an authenticity to that. Yes. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that he's super hard or anything. and He's, he's like a rough and tumbling dude. I'm saying like, 
it could be a real short dude and he say he say nigga with authenticity mm-hmm. like he been saying it his whole life and I've met some white dudes who say nigga with authenticity like they grew up around that and and nobody checking him just because he's authentic because he you could tell he's been saying that his whole life he's not saying it like you nigger there's a difference there's a cold blooded spectrum to other side of spectrum difference man so that's all I'm saying see like like Eminem right hardest one of the hardest rappers one of the best rappers easily you know what I mean for the most part at least in most people's top 10 I'll say in most people's top 5 he's in mind for sure but has he said the, said the word, the N-word? I think there's been two notable mentions of him saying it. And then since then, he's never said it. But that's just another thing. He's never been the type to... He probably had a conversation with Dre. No, he actually had a uh, conversation with... Because uh, he, he was at a set, bro. And like I'm not sure if the video's on YouTube, but he was like with D12, bro. Larry, he... And see, that's what I'm being like. Eminem is one of those people, like, I'm not saying he, and I'm not looking at it as simple as something as a hall pass. But if he was to accidentally say it, it's like, okay, I understand. You know what I mean? Like, he is authentic. You know what I mean? But um, let's say, I don't know, Whoa, Vicky, or who, Bad Baby. You know, if we see, like, you're not from that background, so to speak, and this is a, uh, how do you say it, like, a hijack of our culture just to profitize off of it, that's bullshit to me, you know what I mean? Like, I hate that shit, bro, more than I hate the... like a white person using the word. Like both are extremely wrong, bro. But I hate when like a culture uh what do you say? When they like appropriate it. Like say Miley Cyrus hopping on or Macklemore oh, hopping on. We are we are we moving to too many different subjects? No. That's okay. just that appropriation thing bugs the shit out of me. It's hard to really say who's appropriate and what and who isn't. You know, I feel like if you're able to, like, for example, yeah, if you're able to put your hair into a braid because it's long enough, fucking put that bitch into a braid if that's the style you want to go with. Yeah. You know, I've seen white women do braids, and quite honestly, that's pretty goddamn sexy. Yeah. Some of them. Some of them look pretty all right. In my eyes. Now, there's some niggas who go, ugh, I never want to see that shit. That looks horrible. But my thing is that everybody do it. Latinos braid their hair. Black and brown girls braid their hair. Indians braid their hair. Asians, let them braid their hair. I'm not sure they would, but, you know, I feel like appropriation. I don't think that shit is real. But, like... In the sense of like entertainment, if they go from being a pop artist to a rap artist, get the black audience behind them and then jump off or choose not to support the black community and go back to their roots, then what is that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, is it- it's marketing. 
It's all true, about true, true, is. true. Now you're touching on something. Who has the highest dollar amount that'll pay at a concert? And where do we go to try and uh, attract that crowd? You know, we're not going to have a concert at House of Blues in downtown, wherever. We're going to have that fucking, I don't know, Caesar's Palace or uh, a football stadium if we can. Because we know people going to pay five, $800 per ticket just to get the fuck in. True, true. How much do you think a ticket for Drake's concerts are? Like, I can't even, I can't even fathom. I think they, like, start at, like, one. That's being gracious. Probably 120 $120 a ticket? For bullshit seats. Back, back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What if they, like, $300? <laughs> <laughs> they like three hundred and fifty dollars for the boys. I pay it. I pay it. It's like I pay oh, it. Man. Drake is the shit. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm not. Some, some, no, somebody would pay that shit. Yeah, I would. But bro, um, but going back to the conversation, because this is a conversation that I believe that people need to have perspective on and perception on, or whatever the case may be. Like from. Within the like, especially within the black community, and also outside the black community, like they need to understand the word, or not the word, but the significance and what it means to us as black men. You know what I mean? Because we are two different individuals, but some people are so close-minded they choose to group us as if we're just, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and it, it sucks because that's how our country does, like you know. Everything is based on groups, and it's not based on groups. It's based on stats and data is how some people like to categorize it. And there is some truth to that, but that's a different conversation for another day. But, like, bro, it's just... I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like... It's like one of those is-but-it-isn't things. Like, you're searching for Sasquatch and looking for Bigfoot. You got to prove to everybody that Mm -hmm. Bigfoot exists, but they're like, ah, this nigga crazy. Yeah, for trying to make this correlation, nigga, this nigga tripping. It's like one of those subjects that it, like, people struggle with. It's hard. Like, nigga, you just chose to make the observation that black people under this, under these conditions, under this condition, under this condition, and then chose to call that a study, and then you chose to put that on a news platform that's already against us, or whatever the case may be, and. Then they ch- they choose to repeat, repeat, repeat until it becomes not fact, but just in their head long enough to become a stereotype. Mm. That's bullshit. They start parroting it, yeah. Yeah, but like going back to the word, like why? Like going back to the word in authenticity, like do you feel that? Society has made the word okay to say. <sighs> yeah. Uh, more like media the music videos and stuff. Sakashi 69. Um, music. It's really our fault. Uh, no. We raise these people to the highest degree and they're offered deals where they have to lose themselves 
or lose their respect yeah, for that. Bella, man. Yeah, fuck the respect. We get millions of dollars. I ain't think about no respect. It's their image. Yeah. And then with their image, everybody else sees our image together. So it's not just the individual's image. I mean, some people are able to like comprehend. Oh, she's that person as an individual, but other folks see that that's a black woman. Yeah. That's what they say instead of that so and so. They don't say that so and so. They say that's all of black women. Yeah. That's how they dress and act. Whew. That's how I'm gonna treat them when I interact with them. And but, see that that's the bullshit because then you have fucking elitism within our community as black men or black you know people like we sit here and like pardon the phrase but. It's, it wasn't created in the 1800s, and it definitely wasn't created in the early 1900s, but somehow, some way, we created the phrase, house nigga, feel nigga. You know what I mean? House nigga being the one that stayed in the house that was the, uh, you know, kind of like the Uncle Tom. Well, no, and see, that's bullshit to me. because master's son. Yeah, but see, like, there's a lot of fucking differentiation, differentiation. Differ- there's a lot of, like, difference in that, bro. Because what if you were, like, a house nigga, but you were a female? And I'm not trying to sit here and make it a case-by-case basis, but what about those cases where we've had people teaching, like, or helping? Like, you know, the female workers that have some, like, intellect because they're the ones able to read for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the phrase house nigga, it just... It, anyway... Going back to the point, the word nigga, like, do you think we have became so accustomed to it from our masters, our oppressors, our oppress? I'm sorry, our masters, our oppressors, that we've chose, like, you know, as you said, we chose to kind of like take the power out of it. But even before Easy E had it, like. Did you ever watch, like, uh, shit like Good Times or Sanford and Son? Mm-hmm. Did you see how much, uh, like, the word, or even the Jeffersons, especially the Jeffersons, the word, the N-word, how much it was used in that? Mm-hmm. Do you, what about Sanford and Son with, like, Red? I used to watch it when I was really young, so I'd have to watch it all over again. I don't remember that, but they might have used it. I mean, if you look in hard... And it was, like, only in the early season. You know what I mean? Because, of course, there were some, like, I guess, rules after, like, seasons, like, what became more appropriate to say. But, like, if you look at early seasons and a lot of, like, TV shows, especially, like, black TV shows, the word nigga was, like, kind of used, like, and then it was used in a comedic tone for the most part. And then uh, you would have, like, I mean, George Jefferson, like, George Jefferson is, like, let me see, man, I can look up examples, but, dude, it was fucking hilarious, bro, like. Are you saying that, like, started, like, a chain reaction? I don't know. The generations to start saying nigga more? I don't know, because if they sit here and they put a fucking, it's like, like laugh. It like they were promoting it, really. In a sense, because if they put a laugh track behind it, and then it becomes funny, Everybody says trying to be more funny. Yeah, nigga. yeah. Like, let's not sit here and make it a, like the jokes in the nineties. Really yes. Because now they got the black community calling each other niggas. Yes. Through television. And you know, 
the white person generations under. Nigga, we gonna get sniped. We need to stop talking about this. They <laughs> <laughs> gonna send the splinter cell operative in this bitch to slit our throats. Bro, did you want to charge your phone? No, I'm good. I'm good. Dude, we are on some shit, man. Dude. Man, 100%, bro. Man, we got deep. You know, it's been an hour, David. I figured. That's what happens, bro. I know we yeah. be talking about some real shit, bro. Bro. Man. This has been a great episode. Shit. You know what, man? Before the, before the feds do come and get us, like they've done all of our uh, civil rights legends back in the gap. What you mean? Like, bro, what do you mean? What do I mean? Like, everybody that's ever stood for something within our community has been fucked off. Or, and then anybody that stood for something for the greater good of humanity has been fucked off. Like, not fucked off in a sense like they're crazy, but I mean, they've been killed or, at, like, ostracized or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, all of our people that have done a lot of good shit for us are dead. Like, and it, it like, the, I, I say the only person that fucking survived some bullshit and lived a life, and it still wasn't a fruitful life, it was just the life that he was allowed to live was Frederick Douglass, you know what I mean? He ended up, like, getting out of his situation to an extent, but at the same time, he still went through his bullshit, bro. But, like, everybody that stood for something within our community, whether it be fucking Frederick Douglass, whether it be Martin Luther King, whether it be fucking Malcolm X, whether it be fucking Muhammad Ali, whether it be fucking Bill Cosby. And I'm not saying Bill Cosby was killed. And I'm not saying he's as important as MLK. But he did do a lot for our community. And then he was about to do... Is he dead? No, he's not dead. But he was ostracized and hung. With this whole Me Too movement mm-hmm. bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Me, nah, nah, Cosby's great. He's uh, and shit, man. I don't know. He might have been ostracized for a correct reason, and the only reason he really got off was because the law handled it incorrectly. I'm one hundred percent clear with you. Okay, I'm real with you. He should have went to jail. But <laughs> he should have went to jail. See, now, okay, we get into another conversation it's now. It's old, and, but, well, well, you know what's getting me? The statute of limitation on these fucking cases. That, and that's what I'm getting at, like, uh... I was like, how in the fuck is this this old-ass man, he in his, what, 70s, 80s, I don't know. He's close. 60, you know one I mean? of those. I have no, I fuck, no fucking idea, but... And, I'm like, y'all about to send this nigga to jail? The funny thing about it, it really didn't gain traction until fucking Hannibal Buress brought it up in one of his comedy specials. Like, Uh, that's the fucked up part. Shit, man. Maybe. Yeah, a lot of people did say that when I researched it. But, like... My other thing, though, is that's why I'm kind of on his side for him getting out. A part of me said, really, this case should never have happened. Yeah. Is this so fucking long ago? And not only that, he admitted to it on, uh, he admitted to it like they wanted to party more. And so, you know, I did give them, I did give them these drugs and stuff like that. And I'm like, bro, and you're married? So I was really conflicted with the shit. But what made me kind of be like, damn, I'm glad he's getting off is that he's just old. And I don't want this nigga in jail old. 
But if the law was to be the law and kind of went the way it was supposed to, he might still have went to jail anyway. Even after giving that long, uh, what do they call that? When they have you sit in a room with a lawyer and a judge, or sit in a room with the two lawyers and whatnot, and you're going on record. I forget what it's called. Arraignment? Hell no. It's over the D. Detain? No. Detention? It feels like detention, but um, damn, I'm trying to look up the word right detain? now. Detain? No, I already said detain, my bad. You know what, bro? Uh, you said, like, okay. Through your eyes, you're looking at it from a morality standpoint, right? Like, right right is right, wrong is wrong, right? Yeah. What if... Oh, and it's... And see, that that's my gripe with today's, like... I'm not going to say today's accusers. I'm not going to say today's people. But just overall, I feel like we as a society, we, we like to look at past shit with present eyes. You know what I mean? Like, hindsight is a motherfucker. Like... We should okay. You remember Girls Gone Wild, right? Yeah, I used to watch it at one AM when I was a kid. A lot of shit that they did was not appropriate. Like looking at it in today's eyes. You know what I'm saying? No, it was not. Howard Stern. A lot of the shit that happened on that radio show. Not okay. They had to regulate. They had to lay some rules down. Yeah. But like I fuck, I lost my train of thought. Like, uh, you know what? Gosh darn it, man. I just lost my fucking train of thought, David. It was to the best of us. It man. does. But like, oh, fucking A, dude. Do you think that's the sign? From the man to stop? No, not from the man. Oh. From your spirit, man. Nah, my spirit's like, keep on going, keep on going, let him know, let him know. Uh, oh, yeah, going back to my point, looking at, uh, okay, yeah, looking at past shit with today's vision, or today, or, like, present vision or whatever, like, it's easy to sit here and look back and judge shit with today's common sense. So, like, going back to Girls Gone Wild, going back to Howard Stern, a lot of that shit that was cool... And it was for the culture then is not appropriate today. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it, they can't survive. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's just and going back to the Cosby shit. It's like back then, if it was in the time, like okay, if he if everybody was doing it, if it was part of the culture. I'm not saying it's right, not saying it's wrong, just saying it was appropriate for the time. You know what I mean? I just feel that it was kind of weird and like convenient timing for that shit to pop up when he was like getting ready to like, I think the rumor is he was about to buy NBC, supposedly. Or like, he was supposed to be, anyway, just making big ass moves. Now like, Cosby has done a lot for the community. He's helped a lot with our uh, HBCUs. 
he's helped a lot. I mean, fuck, bro, Fat Albert. Like, that's a cartoon that's not fucking... You know what? I was going to say, that doesn't represent our people in any way, but... Looking back at it with today's eyes, it does look a little ignorant. Gosh darn it. I mean, you're saying he's contributed to our culture a lot. Yeah, in a good sense. In a good sense. Mm -hmm. And his crimes that he committed were wrong. But was it appropriate for the time? Like, you know, Judge Joe Brown talked about that shit, like, on uh, Black TV. How those women went up to that mansion and they kind of knew, they kind of had an expectation of what goes on in those parties and that they knew he was married, nationally syndicated actor and man, doctor. You know he's a married man, so what are y'all going up there with him for? Thank you. Now, I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying reap what you sow. It's like, and it is fucked up to say. It's super fucked up, but hear me out. In the case of Bill Cosby, in the case of fucking... Now, R. Kelly was fucked off. I'm not going to defend his situation. But if Cosby stopped... Now, if there was more recent women... And I'm not saying he shouldn't have been in trouble. But it's just weird timing to just now, 20, 30, 40 years later, whatever the case may be, now say something. You know what I mean? And it's just... Yeah, I think there were some other powers that be that had him arrested and put in jail and stuff. Especially if he's already dealt with it and it was dealt with before in a civil manner. You know what I mean? The same way other people that have done way more fucked off shit, i.e. Jeffrey Epstein, (coughs) and gotten away with it. You know what I mean? And it doesn't drum up or come up until he's about to blab about other shit or he just dies. And then it wants to come up, or in the case of Hugh Hefner, all these fucking women, like, they're fucking making a docuseries about this shit now, about how all these women had to go through some shit in, like, uh, in the Playboy Mansion. Okay, that's what we expected from, as a, as a general person outside the Playboy Mansion, we knew shit was going on in there. So, to hear that he was recording sexual acts and all this shit... I'm not saying it was wrong. I'm not saying it was right. It's saying, okay, it was kind of like, it just had that allure, that mysterious allure that you knew shit went down in. Yet, the difference between you and R. Kelly's victims is you're an 18-year-old consenting adult because Playboy is legal. It's a business entity. It's an LLC, right? Going versus R. Kelly and, like, him taking advantage of actual, like, young fucking women. You know what I mean? Like, little girls. That's fucked off. And then, I don't know if the fucking bullshit is true, if the if he enticed the parents to do it by giving them money or whatever the case may be. It Wrong is fucking wrong. And that was fucked off. Yeah, but if you're a playboy, or if you're a playboy bunny, or even if you're a fucking stripper... Now, if you're a stripper, you should be able to go to work and not get... Mm. Pick your occupations wisely, people. Because at the end of the day, y'all have a lot of expectations for shit that's actually expected within the, like, the fucking job. Like, 
But y'all don't expect to do it. You know what I mean? Like what? Like, I was going to say, if you're a stripper, don't expect to get groped. But that's kind of hard to say because as a stripper, you know, physical contact is how you make your money. But Um, I was going to contradict myself. Strip bars have kind of changed in the times, man. You said strip bars? Yeah, strip strip clubs and stuff have kind of changed a little bit. True, true, true. But no, um, I was going to say, it's really tough to talk about that. Uh, I don't think anybody kind of expects to be like assaulted or whatnot. At all, no, no. So it's hard, man. I also don't want to say like you sign up for what you did. Yeah, this is what you're signing up for. Yeah. Although there is some truth to that, like I don't want to say that. Just because you don't want to have an expectation that somebody's gonna try to take your innocence. True. Now, if they come from the angle... See, it's weird. Like, I'm just thinking about the Playboy Mansion situation in particular just because it's more recent. And it's like, okay, it's like you're a Playboy bunny, but if you hit that word model at the end of it, then technically all the stuff that was going on inside the house is fucking wrong. Because you're just there to be a model. But if you're a Playboy bunny... And then the legal definition of that can, like, fucking vary to be whatever. And then we can sit here and turn the Playboy Bunny mansion into somehow a brothel. Then, technically, it it was to be expected with the job. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was a place where you're supposed to be a model and that was supposed to be that touching was supposed to be a minimum at the meet, like, at the very least, like... Okay, then yes, I understand all the other bu- like bullshit was wrong. So I, you know what, man, J- just fuck all that. Fuck, fuck the whole point, bro. Never mind. Never mind. Why say that? Just cause I, uh, I contradicted myself. I learned from what I said, and uh, realized that that was a. Uh, it was uh, not the most I'm not going to say nice thing to say but it didn't make sense I'm just saying it didn't make sense or did it did you receive my message David mm-hmm. fuck it or I'm pretty fucking suited same brother yeah well this is usually the time where I bro it's only been 10 minutes damn <laughs> That's fucked up. Sounds That's we are. You trying to go play some two K, bro? Yeah, we can wrap it up right here. Well, it's been another episode along the Snowder, and uh, you can find my boy Big Wave. Go ahead and give him your uh, what is it called? Well, um, right now we're under construction, but you can always find me there. Big Wave Sound Media page. I am uh, distributing on all your major platforms. Uh, one place you can definitely find me at is. Oh man, I forget what it's called. Is actually. <laughs> Dang man, uh, it's been a while, but you guys can find me on Simplecast. And, um, shoot, 
That's with my boy here, T. You find help. Yo, <laughs> look up <laughs> the Lonely Stoner podcast on uh, all your pl- oh no, fuck it on all your major streaming platforms. But let's be honest, people, y'all only listening to two. Y'all either on Apple Podcasts or fucking like Spotify. Let's just call it for what it is. If you're using Google Play, cool. I appreciate y'all listening to us on there. This is the Lonely Stoner podcast, and uh, thank you. Happy President's Day, people. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) I mean, next time on the Lonely Stoner Podcast. TJ has a new guest. Is it a rapper, an athlete, or something not even of this world? Find out next time. (laughs) On the next episode of the Lonely (laughs) Stoner Podcast. We the shit here at the Lonely Stoner, and I want you to know my success is our success.